Looking for a new high-end mascara without breaking the bank? The new L'Oreal Paris Panorama Mascara gives you a high-end lash look in a premium gold luxe packaging. It's all about panoramic volume and fully fanned out lashes. With its tapered brush, the new Panorama Mascara catches every single lash, giving you the false lash look without any of the hassle. Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Lux mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today. Hey everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour, hosted by me, as it always is, Gretchen Garrity. And this week, I am joined by my mommy. Hi, everybody. Woo! Nice to be here. This is going to be so much fun. I feel like this has been a long time coming. They don't know enough about you. They've seen you in like little tidbits in the vlogs, you know? But this will be good. And she gets all nervous about being on video and on camera sometimes. I feel like that's just, you know, some people being in front of the camera. It's just like not not their favorite. So I thought this would be a perfect way for you guys to get to know her. And I feel like it's so fitting, especially right now, since they know that I like moved back home. And you guys asked so many good questions to ask her. I told my mom these episodes with guests like fly by because I don't know. They're just so much fun. We're going to ask you so many questions. We don't have any ads today. Uninterrupted. An hour of fun. Oh, goodness. That was Max. How do I turn that off? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think the first thing we should tell them is what happened yesterday when we tried to record. <laughs> you guys can't see. Wah, wah. <laughs> My mom just rolled her eyes right now. It was really sad. And if any of them follow me on Instagram, they would would have seen me posting on my Instagram story how we were all set up already. We're in our dining room right now. We have a good little setup to chat and Gretchen decides that we need a glass of wine. Yeah. So I poured two glasses of wine. I brought them into the dining room. I put them down on the table. Hers next to her, mine in front of my seat. (laughs) And I think I had one sip and put it down. And it was like on my left side, on the left side of my computer. One what I kept thinking, if it was on the right side of my computer and I knocked it, it would have just gone on the floor. But since it was on the left side and I knocked it towards the computer, then it got all over the computer. So I think I was just reaching for the microphone or something. The red wine went all over my computer. I immediately like grabbed it and was just like, no, 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 no. And I wiped it off with a towel and I think... And it was making surf sounds. My mom kept saying, because I was calling my friends who are good with tech. It sounded like the ocean. She's like, tell them it sounds like the ocean, Gretchen. Although it didn't have like a particular cadence, as in waves, but it just (laughs) sounded like the surf. It was like fan noises. It would like rev up. It was just really scary. And so I was like, okay, obviously this is like sinking into my computer now. You know what I was telling them today at Best Buy? How they need to make the keyboards like waterproof. They should be, right, at this point, but they're not. You could spill anything on coffee, Diet Coke, I mean. I know. People are always drinking something. So many people told me that it's happened to them. Now my rule is going to be, I have a water bottle next to me, that's it. Because then you can't really spill, I feel like. So yeah, that was like a big nightmare, and we're back today, better than ever. I brought, if you if you care, I brought the computer to Best Buy, and they were like, yeah, there's nothing you can do. Want to know what he told me, Mom? That red wine is probably the worst thing that you could spill, because it starts, because of what it is, it starts immediately like corroding the metal and just ruining it, and he was like, the hard drive is kind of, in these computers, it's just like integrated, like you can't take out the hard drive like you can in other computers. Sorry, I'm boring my mom, I'm probably boring you guys too. So basically, I couldn't recover any data 
it was toast, it was fried, and I told him about the ocean noises that my mom was saying I was making, and he goes, oh, that's the red wine, like, frying the computer, and I was like, oh, amazing, and wonderful, and I didn't think I'd be able to get a new laptop today because of coronavirus, but then I did, so here we are on a new computer. Lucky you. And that was just something Silver funny lining. that happened yesterday. Yes, silver lining. Okay, so I didn't even warn you about this. At the beginning of every episode, I talk about what I'm happy about right now. Guys, my mom is shaking her head at me because I just rubbed my nose and she hates she hates when I rub it. Because I get a line. Is that why you hate it? And you think it's just kind of like, ew, like don't rub your and nose. And it's kind of gross too. Oh, <laughs> I just rub it to you. Any of you rub your nose with your hand because it's just like itchy. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Get a tissue. I digress. Mom, you're going to really notice my like going off track in the podcast because that's always what okay, happens. Okay. Anyway. She's really bored over here. Okay. So at the beginning of every episode, I talk about what I'm happy about right now and like a happy quote. So I think you should take it away. What are you happy about right now? I didn't prepare you for this. I'm happy that I can see blue sky right now out mm-hmm. of the window. That makes me really happy. I love that. I think that's so good. I love picking little things like that sometimes because I feel like I always try to make it some big overarching. Like, I'm so happy for family. But sometimes I'm like, I'm so happy that I made banana bread today. Like, it's bringing me a lot of joy. Or that it's sunny and nice out. Guys, my mom is, like, obsessed with the weather being nice. I think I got that from you. I always tell them that I feel like my mood is highly affected by the weather. And I know it. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. That way. Just like you want the sunshine and you're in a better mood when it's sunny. And then when it's the weekend and it's my mom's like days off of work, obviously, she gets so mad if it's raining. She's like, oh, this is so rude. (laughs) But okay, so you're happy about the weather right now. I know that I'm happy about being home with you. And I forget what I said last week, but. Yeah, I am happy to be back home. I was telling them how it was like, it's been kind of tough being home. It's just like obviously just different, Um, which is a good time to say that we will refrain from talking about my dad and my mom's husband in this because you guys know he passed away last year and I don't think we really want to go there in this episode. We're just going to keep it more like lighthearted, fun, just for you to get to know my mom Um, and I've talked enough about that. So I think last week I was like talking all about being sad and like missing him being here. So they already know about that, you know? Um, but you know, this is also a good time to say a lot of them were writing in about daddy and they want to hear, but they've heard enough from me. And a lot of them said that they think you're so brave and they want to give you a big hug. So I want to tell you that because they love you very sweet and they always ask about you. They always ask, how's your mom doing right now? We want to know about how your mom's doing. They appreciate that very much. So know that I'm trying you and I always do like a happy, I say this very loosely, like a happy quote or a happy saying or phrase, but what really came to mind is that I guess this is just sort of like an idea or like a situation, but like a happy moment for me is my mommy's hugs. <laughs> and I just feel like I love that. I think back to like all of college and living in Boston and whenever I would miss you, I would just miss giving you a hug and it smells like my mom. Like, I don't know Aww, how to describe it. Like, if so you guys sweet. hug someone you know, and it's like their smell, and it's just like nothing's better, you know? Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's not even a quote, but that's just like a situation. Be thankful for your your family's hugs today. 
Let that be a reminder. Okay, are you ready for the questions? I guess. Okay, so I tried to organize it best I could, but you know me and organization. So it's let's just let's just jump in. Um, so it's going to be mostly about like you first. Where did you grow up? Oh, I grew up in Binghamton, in New York. It is in upstate New York, but unlike the name, it actually is just on the border of Pennsylvania. It is, I think it's 20 minutes pretty much from the border border of Pennsylvania driving. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, kind of smaller town, obviously, but had a nice, you know... It's like quaint there. Nice time. I like it there. There was a cool park, pretty big park, um, next to my elementary school. So when, like other schools had playgrounds that you go to for recess, we just went to the park. It's this huge park. Oh, I didn't even know that. Wait, is that the park near the house that you grew up in? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I knew that you yeah, I walked down there. Oh, yeah. And this also is apparently is different from some people, but I lived in walking distance to my elementary, my mm-hmm. junior high, and my high school. You say elementary like me, Mom. Maybe like, I get it from you. Why, how do other people <gasps> Like say a it? light bulb is going off in my head right now. Probably all, or the majority of them are probably listening right now being like, oh my gosh, they say it so what? funny. Everyone would say that to me in college. I would say elementary, documentary. They're like, no, it's elementary. Like elementary. Doesn't that sound terrible? That's not how I say it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now I think I get it from you. Or maybe it's an Albany thing because Taylor says elementary. Or maybe it's an upstate New York thing. Maybe it is. Because everyone in Boston's like, elementary, documentary, no. I'm like, ooh. Well, you don't say documentary. Yeah, they like do, (laughs) documentary. No. Yeah. Well, that's not right. I know, Listen on the awards show sometimes. Do they say documentary? I feel like my voice just went up. (laughs) They say documentary. Really? best documentary. Okay, so we're freaking right and everyone else is wrong. I don't think they say best documentary. I fought with so many people because I'm like, spell it out, A-R-Y, you know, at the end of both of them, airy. But I don't know, anyone. Anyway, that was just, wow, since you said elementary. Um... I was thinking about something else when you said Binghamton, New York. I don't know if you guys know, but I've talked about like our lake house so much and I've had vlogs there and stuff like that. So when you said that it's 20 minutes from the border of Pennsylvania, I feel like in my mind I forget that, but like not really because it's so close to our lake house in Pennsylvania. It's like 30 minutes away from our lake house. Is that right? 20. 25? Um, 20? When I was... In my late teens, I could do it in 20 minutes. (laughs) With one of our big old giant Buick boats that, you know, you drive in full speed. I'm laughing. I'd be way too scared to drive as fast as I used to. But I knew every hill and curve Mm -hmm. on those roads that go to the lake, so. Yeah, like you know the roads. I remember my my sister Ellen Mm -hmm. at the time, Mm -hmm. who's now Arlen. Yeah. Being in the back seat, I think, with a friend of hers and saying, you're going really fast. You're kind of making me scared. (laughs) That was literally, and now, oh, how the tables have turned because the road that we live off, you guys, anyway, the speed limit used to be like 60 or 65. 55. 55? Oh, in my mind, it was like 80. (laughs) 
Um, and it's weird because we live in like a residential area and it was just always so weird a, how high the speed limit high, was. Yeah. Because it was like a wide road. It was weird. Well, it was also four lanes. Yeah. For some weird dumb reason. but Because it's just like a yeah. wide road. They fixed it and now it's 40 or 45. It's 40. The speed limit's 40 and it's two lanes. Yeah. And there's bike lanes that are marked for biking and walking. However, they need way more biking, walking spray paint figures on those lanes because there's you can't tell. there's like two on each side for the <laughs> whole length of the whole yeah. shooting match yeah interesting so anyway oh how the tables have turned because when it was <laughs> when, it, when it was 60 60 when it was 60 it was either 50 or 55 oh really 55. 55 you're right i keep thinking that it's more okay when it was 55 my mom would go 40 and me and lucy would sit in the back seat being like oh my god it's like well even well, then people did walk up and down i know on the i would sides run. and with their dogs mm-hmm. and i was like there's no it was literally to- like a highway people would go, go that fast. 80 and there would be like dogs. I know that was crazy, and I'm happy they switched it. But it's funny because now I feel like my mom is so cautious. And like when Lucy and I were learning how to drive and would drive, we would go so fast, and she would be freaking out in the passenger seat. So it's funny hearing that you used to drive fast. But that makes sense knowing about you in high school and stuff like that. <laughs> Maybe they'll get a taste of that. Okay, so shout out Binghamton, New York, people. And something else funny is that my mom says she hates her Binghamton accent. Why do you hate it? I think it's some kind of flat A thing, I guess, and I think it sounds really ugly and <laughs> like what word? I don't like it. Can you give an example? I don't even know. Like Hannah, Anna, something like that. How do you? I'm say not it? sure. Hannah, like just like kind of okay. Nasally? So okay, so here's an example. When my I think this, I think this was when my mother was in college, but I'm not sure. So her name was Anne Randall. So mm-hmm. if you're from Binghamton, you say, I'm Ann Randall. Mm-hmm. And and she used to tell, this is like long ago, she used to tell us she must have had some class where it wasn't linguistics, of course, it was whatever, something to do with, you know, how well you speak or something. Mm-hmm. And she had to practice and tape herself saying, my name is Ann Randall. <laughs> <laughs> Because everyone's like Ann Randall. <laughs> yeah, that's and, funny. Oh, oh, and um, okay. So one time when I was visiting Chris, when Chris had lived in my sister Chris moved to Long Island when she was in her twenties to go to chiropractic school, and has lived there ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, one of her roommates was from Brooklyn, and she would make fun of us because when we would say "mom," like our mom, mm-hmm. she would say. Ma'am. Ma'am. You're saying ma'am. <laughs> I'm like, I'm saying ma'am. Mom. And she's like, <laughs> ma'am. That's funny. So it's like the flat A. Oh. And I feel like that's of, just very American sounding. And one know? of a sweet mate in college, I would say Apple. And she had, she was from Long Island. And she would be like, just say Apple. It's like easier. Apple. Yeah. Apple. And I would the be like, orange. She would be like, no, it's orange. Yes, that's how Mandy She's talks. She's like, it's easier. And I'm like, it's just, that's it's how so, I, I can't, you know, that's I, how I feel I'm like it's so where you're from because Mandy's always been like that. She says, orange. 
Han, Han, Hannah instead of Hannah. Like, everything is just different. So that's so interesting. I feel like I noticed it the most at college because people would just make fun of us. Well, this is different, but we, Lucy and I always refer to mommy and daddy as mommy and daddy, like to each other and in front of our friends. And everyone would look at us at like the dining hall and be like, mommy said this, daddy said this. And we were like, yeah, they're mommy and daddy. And I feel like, like most people, they start off as mommy and daddy and they switch to mom and dad at whatever point. But you guys just never switched. And you're still mommy. You're not mom. Like, that's weird. I mean, sometimes you say mom. I don't think you've ever... You rarely called me mom, or if you do, it's probably like if you're mad or something. Mom! <laughs> yeah, 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 see? Yeah, that is, that's so true. And if you're being sweet or you miss me or something, mommy. Yeah, that's so true. Do you guys call your parents mommy and daddy or mom? Probably mom and dad. That's just a me and Lucy thing. We never grew up. Okay, that's a long answer to the first question. We kind of addressed this, but how many siblings do you have? We just talked about them. Okay, so I have a sister, Chris. Mm-hmm. And she is four years older than me. I'm the baby of the family. And when I was growing up, I had a, the next oldest was Ellen. And she is two years older than Chris. So six years older than you. Six years older than me. Mm-hmm. And when she was 50, 50 early 50s, Yeah. she transitioned. And she is now Arlen, my brother. Mm-hmm. So my sister became my brother, and the wonderful thing is that, you know, first and foremost, myself, but then, you know, my family, my mother, my father had passed away um, prior, but he would have been proud. They were, they didn't bat an eyelash when she came out as gay um, in college Mm -hmm. even though they are from an older generation my father was 47 when I was born and my mother was 40 Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways um, the other wonderful thing was that his work, Arlen's worked at the same hospital in Charleston, South Carolina, for many years, I'm not sure exactly how many, but he was very afraid he might have to leave his hospital. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a letter to every single patient of his and mm-hmm. said, um, I just want you to know I'm going through this transition, and here's what it means, and I will no longer be Ellen, I'll be Arlen. Um, I'm more than happy to continue to be your physical therapist, however... If you feel the need, you know, if you'd like to change, that's no problem at all. I completely understand. I can please let me recommend Mm -hmm. somebody, you know, who will give you great care. Um, Thank you very much, blah, blah. Arlen, not one patient switched. I remember that. This was in the South. Yeah. So I think And probably six years ago? Oh, no. Longer than that. Seven. I just remember it was when I was in high school. So, maybe seven, eight. I'm thinking eight. Okay. I remember at some point when we were in high school is when I first met Arlen after he transitioned in South Carolina. And it was, like, the best thing ever. And I feel like Uncle Arlen's been in my vlogs and stuff. I remember Aunt Ellen was in the very beginning of my two dates. That was, like, just ninth grade, you know, when I first started. But, um... I don't know if I've explicitly like ever talked about it or anything like that. So I'm happy that you brought that up. I had two worries. My two worries were that he would regret it after doing it. Mm-hmm. He never did at all. Not not at all. And that 
uh, he may be treated poorly by other people. Mm-hmm. And that pretty over the th- across the board has not been the case. I'm yeah. so thankful. Me too. Especially because he is in the South, which tend to be not as open or uh, embracing of of that kind like of diversity of I don't different know. type of right different lifestyles, mm-hmm. etc. I was saying I remember that story so well. The story of when we first met Uncle Arlen, and he was telling us about. He was like, oh, I just assumed that, like, once I transitioned, I'd have to get a new job. Like, I just knew that they wouldn't want me to work there anymore. And I was like, Arlen, like, it made me so sad. I was like, why would you think that? And he's like, I just assumed they, like, wouldn't want me to work here anymore. But then they did, and all is well. What are you getting right now? Mommy's getting something. Oh, she's getting, oh, she's getting her wine. Oh, you didn't even put it in a wine glass. Maybe she was scared it would spill. Spill it again. And I'm not even bringing it in this room. I know. It's staying in the other room. But I'm so happy we talked about that because I guess that could be confusing for people if they ever heard me ever in the past talk about Aunt Ellen and then Uncle Arlen. So yeah, my mom is a brother and a sister. Aunt Chris, Uncle Arlen. And I wanted to say they probably know Aunt Chris. I feel like she's been in my stuff. And like all of them know my cousin Mandy and my Aunt Chris is Mandy's mom. If you guys didn't know that. Okay. What is your job? This is good for me to hear because, oh my god, you guys, whenever she explains it, it's so freaking confusing and everyone asks me and I'm like, I could tell you like 10 different things. So I've been an IT consultant for, oh my gosh, many years. And she majored in education. So do you see why this is confusing? 20, (laughs) I think 23, oh, because it was around the time that you guys, you guys were like almost one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when I got my first consulting job prior to that, I was in IT, but I was not, I didn't work for consulting firms. I worked for whatever, Mm -hmm. this and that company and did programming and business analysis. And now I do business analysis, but I know how to program. I know everything. Well, I shouldn't say everything. (laughs) I know. She knows everything. (laughs) Things about databases. I know... Um, I've done some PM project management work. So basically, I think that trying to put it in a nutshell is going into a business. They have a need. They have identified a need or a problem. We go in and we do analysis on what is this issue or problem. We come up with a solution that is agreeable to all parties, and then we implement that solution (laughs) that's a good way to explain it like in plain english because she'll tell me things about her work you guys and i'm like this is going all over my head like this is literally different language i was explaining something to her the other day that Mm -hmm. about something i was doing or a issue i was trying to get through and she's like i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) yeah like literally different language what i always tell people is i'm like "Mm," it's like computer science like sometimes project manager, consultant. I feel like consultant is the most vague term you can say to that anyone. <laughs> oh, I work in consulting. Okay, what are you consulting for? Like, that literally means nothing, but that's kind of an easy way to describe it. Okay, we need to get into the good stuff. Where did you go to college? This is a quick one. I got my degree from SUNY Cortland. You don't want to talk about where you started out? Okay. <laughs> she transferred. A, I had a couple false starts, but my best, um, 
what I always thought college was going to be like is when I got to SUNY Cortland. Oh, really? And I really liked it. And, you know, there was a few bars that all the kids went to. and Yeah. It was just like what I assumed college was going to be like. I had but Colorado, wasn't it? She started in Colorado. Yeah, I started in Colorado. Oh, that was... Not, really tough. Not right for you. I was very lonesome and it was way too yeah, far away. So far from home. The only reason I did that is because my sister Chris had done it and I thought, oh, what do you do when it's time to go to college? Well, of course you go to Colorado. Because that's where Chris Because went. that's what my older sister did. <laughs> Duh. That was no, just like not right for her. Bad, bad, bad fit. <laughs> and my parents didn't know any better either. They're like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she got her degree from Cortland. Um, what is your favorite childhood memory? I don't know if you have one. I think of just funny ones with your um, sisters. One of them has to be swimming at the lake when I was little. And my father, mm-hmm. um, we used to move out to the lake for the summer. And my cousins only came in like towards the end of August. So, because my family, as we said, my family lived, you know, 20 to 30 minutes drive from the lake so we would just move there for the summer and teddy is jingling so much i'm sorry i'm cutting you off guys if you can hear like jingle bells it's teddy's tags rummaging around he like can't stand i know he can't stand to be apart from us so i'm sorry if you hear him with his now he's laid down and my mom was petting him like a minute ago okay continue like so uh yeah so when i was little um, and my father would be at work Monday through Friday. I, I don't even recall if he, he may have come out and, uh, cause he worked in Binghamton. He may have stayed at the lake, but he'd be, you know, gone all day. Obviously maybe he stayed in town. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. definitely on Fridays came back for the weekend and I feel like he would bring us, you know, water toys. Mm-hmm. And so I remember just playing with like a big blow up turtle and a big blow up whale and (laughs) just really cool things that dad had brought and like that was just really fun and another one is my we had a family dog tar he was a black lab we got him when i was five and ellen at the time was 12 i think it was for her 12th birthday and um he was the most amazing dog ever. Just to ask anybody who lived near us at our in in Binghamton or at the lake, mm-hmm. they'll be like, Tar was legendary. There's never been another dog like him. <laughs> and my mom said that like obviously leash laws and stuff were different. So Tar would just like wander around town. He was like friends with all the neighbors and all the families and they like loved him. I think of that picture so clearly in my mind when you said, um, Ellen for her birthday because there's a picture of Ellen with glasses and Tar sitting next to her. Mm-hmm. And that's like what I think of. On the front porch of the lake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are good memories. Probably some of my favorite memories are at the lake too. Okay, we're getting into the kids' ones. This is where it gets good. How many kids did you want to have initially? Oh, in the very beginning, I always said I wanted five kids. Oh, I thought it was four. Five? Oh my. Five? <laughs> Why'd you want five? So. Part of that came from the fact that I was lonesome growing up because mm-hmm. my next oldest sister is four years older. That's a that's a fairly good chunk. Yeah, and it is. and my parents 
stopped doing family vacations when I was still young because my two sisters were a pain in the ass. <laughs> and they and my parents were like, this is going to be the last vacation. <laughs> yeah, and then it like again. it was. And I'm like. You're like, I'm the baby. Hello. Uh, like, well, shit, man. You know? <laughs> I mean, I didn't see that back then, but now I look back and I'm Wait. like. I, Mom, I literally, like, I knew you guys, whatever. Maybe I didn't know four years. Maybe I thought it was, like, three. But, like, well, four years my parents, is a big gap. Well, yeah, and my parents were older for the age ages of us. Mm-hmm. So they were like, screw it. I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> they were, like, checked out. <laughs> They're like, do your own thing. Make your own dinner. Wait, that, I didn't even think about that. Because four years now is, like, nothing but four years when you're little. You're in, like, totally different spots of, like, life, you know? Interesting. So mommy had to grow up quick <laughs> with her older siblings. <laughs> How did you know you were ready to be a mom? I thought that was a good question. I don't know if that... Well, I suppose some people maybe they think they are, but mm-hmm. I probably didn't actually think I was. I think that, you know, well, okay, for one thing, I definitely wanted to be married. Mm-hmm. I know that's not... For everybody, but that was something I wanted. I also wanted to have a house and not an apartment. And again, that's not obviously for everybody, especially if you live in a large city. It's probably not possible. But mm-hmm. where I live and, you know, lived at the time and um, I just really wanted to have a house. I, like, I was thinking it would really be tough to go to a laundromat with baby clothes and my own clothes. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Because you probably didn't anyway. have apartments that had And I know and a ton of people do that, and yeah. I'm sure it's fine, but that was something, I, I don't know. I just wanted to have a house. I wanted to have, I wanted to be married. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Daddy and I, you know, I think we discussed it, and, you know, of course, that was 23 years ago. Yeah. So I don't remember exactly what went through our minds, but somehow we were like, yeah, I think I now's the time to start trying and you know what's interesting to me when i think back aunt chris got married before wait no after you got no before before you guys maybe i thought it was after but had kids later after we did so okay so you just had you and daddy had less time of like married without kids and they had like more time married without kids Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense to me. So, can I um, make a comment about that, please? Yes. Sorry, Chris, if you listen to this. <laughs> Wait, I know what you're going to say. They, like, stole your thunder, right? At my baby shower for my twins, <laughs> Chris, my sister Chris announced she's pregnant. <laughs> you're like, can you wait till, like, tomorrow? Thanks, Chris. <laughs> I was going to say, Mandy, it's all your fault. No, Randall, it's all your fault. <laughs> and Well, not only that. Well, that was one thing. Of oh, course. wait. But also, I would be mad. I, I was mad. thinking, like, can't my can I have grandchildren who are the spotlight for a year or two before the next one comes along? Yeah, Do you know, and that no. hardly happened at all. Yeah, Randall is a eight, year younger. No, than eight months. Oh, yeah, less than a year. <laughs> eight she months. had to come in and steal your thunder. Wait, that's so funny. If, like, anyone was at my baby shower, if anyone was at my baby shower and announced her pregnancy, I would be like, I'm so mad this isn't about you. This isn't about me. (laughs) Like, I'm sure you were happy for her. Wait, but that's really funny. 
I think I didn't know that it was at the baby shower. Oh, should I? Can I tell another tidbit about the baby shower? Sure. The babies were already born. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we were. Because they were early. Tell them how early we were. They were born at 31 weeks. What's normal? Well, term for a single baby is 40 weeks. Term for twins, at least at the time I was told, was 38 weeks. Interesting. So they were quite early, but we were extremely lucky. Yeah. Um, these babies were so healthy. I've never had a lick of a problem. She's knocking on one and now Teddy's barking because he thinks someone's here. Teddy, He relax. thinks that somebody's at the door. And stop being so noisy for our podcast, would ya? Um, yeah. Okay, Teddy, seriously, I'm going to be he so annoyed. He has to have the last word. <laughs> so you guys, something to know is my mom had preeclampsia slash toxemia. Does that mean the same thing, mom? That was also... A reason why we were so early was because you were so sick and the babies had to come out. Right, which, and that's um, also more common when there are multiples. Mm hmm. Okay, that makes sense. I think that's also really common um, not knowing if you're ready to be a mom. Like, I feel like you never, like, okay, this is the most perfect time in my life. Like, I know I'm so ready. It's like, we're just going to do it. And we figure it out as we go. I've, I've heard a lot of people think, and I think, actually, I think Dan and I thought this at the time, too, like, oh, we don't have enough money. Yeah. And that's a common thing. Mm-hmm. And, like, so many people think that. And, like, mm-hmm. if you didn't think you had enough money, you'd never end up having kids. <laughs> yeah. And my mom, I feel like that's your, what you, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think the other day you were like, that's my biggest regret. Like, I would go back and stop worrying so much about money. Because. I did. Like I worried. Yeah, like no need to worry. Everything's great. It works out. We're amazing. It all works out. Yeah. So what was your initial thought or reaction, I guess, when you found out you were having twins? I was thrilled. <laughs> I was so happy. Mm. I just it was something I kinda wanted. And I, I think I probably didn't consciously like wish for it but it was definitely in my mind like I would love to have twins Mm -hmm. I want to tell them more because we literally were talking about it the other day you guys like this exact thing and I always say in my mind I always think you had a miscarriage before you didn't have a miscarriage you had a tubal pregnancy yeah ectopic or tubal so but obviously that's still so like disheartening and like discouraging and sad and so i always say i swear but it was caught super early like which is good four weeks or i mean my i didn't lose a tube or anything okay i mean a lot of people like the tube ruptures and you have a lot of pain and that's when you know oh my goodness i had minor belly pain Mm -hmm. and this lady who worked with me at the time said Go to the doctor. There, it was really minor. I just happened to mention to this girl I work with because I think because I was pregnant, um, uh, I was just you know noticing things that happen. You know that any feeling that happens in your belly, you're yeah. gonna take note of. Yeah. So, and I think I had told her. I don't think I told a lot of people because it was so early on. But yeah. obviously, I had told her, and she's like, "I don't care. Just you probably it's probably nothing. Go to the doctor. Yeah. I don't care. Just." Mm-hmm. Do it. Like, just in case. Yeah. So, and I would never have, because I don't go to the doctor Thank at the drop of a hat. Like, I don't, it's not me. You and daddy were never like And that. I did. <laughs> and it was an ectopic pregnancy. How quickly after that were you pregnant again? Six months. Okay. So it was a little while. I think, you know, for a while, you have to recover from that. And yeah. then I think 
I was probably scared to even try, try or I don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But see, I think everything happens for a reason because then you had twins. And I want to tell them that my mom said she didn't know why when she was having her first ultrasound when she was like pregnant again. Um, she just went in there and had my dad like wait outside. I had to, I had to have it very early. Like the minute I had a positive pregnancy test, I had to go in for an ultrasound oh, because I had had the tubal in the before. past. So are you like at a higher risk of having it again or something or? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So anyway, so she's in there and I think the woman said something like they or like two of them. Like she was like, it looks like two dots, but she wasn't even sure. She was like, it might not be twins. Like it looks like it, but you know, it's so early to tell. Before that, she was trying to show me the image. And as soon as she had said something to me, I'm like laughing and crying at the same time. Yeah. And she's like, well, if you... If you could kind of hold still, you might be able to see the two dots. Because I'm like... <laughs> She's like, I was crying like, and crying laughing. Crying and laughing. Like, how can I hold still? <laughs> when you just break this news to me, sis. So anyway, okay, so go ahead. And then, so she has my dad come in. And she, because I was like, how did you tell him that you were having twins? And she said, they're where they're supposed to be this time. And he was like, what? Like, he didn't get what it. What are you talking about? My mom was like, they're where they're supposed to be this time. And he was like, what? Isn't that so cute? I love that story. So that's how she knew she was having twins. And then the next ultrasound or something where you're probably like, oh my gosh, like it's still two dots or two mm-hmm. right. peanuts she or sat, avocados. She's like, I, you know, I have to warn you, the two dots that's possible becomes one dot. Like yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Like but the two dots that. stayed. <laughs> the two dots. Um, what was it like raising twins? Well, I won't lie. <laughs> the first few years were tough. Yeah. It was really tough. And we didn't have family in the area, which mm. was really hard. And my parents lived the closest two and a half hours away, but they were pretty old by then. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to do the math right like now. Like 70s. But they just weren't really... I mean, they could definitely, like, when they did come to visit, they could babysit, like, and Dan and I could watch dinner or something like that. But they didn't come, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. And they never, nobody ever came. And, like, you know, sometimes after somebody has a baby, somebody Parents comes come and so stays long. for two weeks or something. Yes. My mother's just not that person. You're going to do that for me. Of course. <laughs> My mother was very outdoorsy. Um, so independent. Very sports-oriented, gardening, outdoors. One time when Lucy was a baby, when you guys were babies, I feel like Lucy was like maybe two, like not much past two. Mm-hmm. And I needed to make dinner at the lake because that wasn't my mother's bag. You know, she's an outdoor person. Yeah. So, and Lucy wanted me to hold her. I'm like, well, I really have to make dinner. So I'm like, mom, can you just, you know, sit and hold her? So the next thing I know, I come out to the front porch. Lucy's in my father's lap, (laughs) grandpa, who's very happy to hold her. Mm -hmm. And my mother's washing her car (laughs) because she she had this thing in her mind, kind of like Gretchen gets sometime, that she had to do. It was on her agenda. She had to wash her car. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't going to sit and have her granddaughter on her lap. She was going to wash her car. Well, That's good really for my funny. dad. Because my dad 
you know, had a giant grin on his face. And yeah, I'm so happy that he loved us so much. I'm um, so happy we have lots of great pictures of him with you guys because yeah. that was my one fear of having a father that had me at 47 mm-hmm. was I really wanted him to be able to know my kids, his yeah. grandchildren from me. He did. And he did. And I, I have so many memories forever, of him. forever grateful for that. I just remember the biggest grin when he would see us. He was so happy when we would come. I remember sitting with him. I remember that story of when he tells me I'm putting way too much salt on my pasta. Just like the funniest stuff <laughs> like that. Grandma, Every time he saw you, he would say... I love you so much. Aww. He was just effusive and he knew, like, it was almost like, and my father wasn't a big talker in my lifetime, trust me, but <laughs> it was almost like he knew just what to say yeah. to a little child. Maybe, I almost feel like maybe he was trying to make you so that you would remember him. Yeah. You know, like... He was always. And I do. You are wonderful. Aww. I love you so much. Grandpa. That's what he would say to you guys. Mm-hmm. He was the best. And my funny memory of Grandma being independent and not really liking hanging out with kids was when she babysat us once when we were little. I'll never forget, like crying or losing me being upset. And I would be like, "But Grandma, I don't want to finish like my dinner. I just want dessert or whatever." And her line to me would always be, "Well, that's too bad." <laughs> I will never forget her saying that to me. Well, that's just too bad. I'm like, Grandma. <laughs> that's what I remember from Grandma. I don't remember you saying that. Well, that's just too bad. I'll never forget that. <laughs> I was probably like five. Um, okay, this is a good one. Where do our names come from? Well, um, it's funny. Uh, the two first names on my side of the family come from the exact same family, which is some Norwegian cousins of my father. So my father had an aunt named Lucille, and Lucille had a daughter named Gretchen. And when I was young, we would go out to Minnesota and visit the Norwegian relatives every year, every two years, whatever it was. And I just have wonderful memories of how incredibly sweet and loving and nice Lucille and Gretchen were. Aww. And I loved those names forever um, uh, because of that. And we also had, my father also had an Aunt Inga. So Gretchen's middle name is for Aunt Inga, who was Norwegian as well. I don't know if some of them know that. Some of them might know that my middle name's Inga, but that's why my middle name's Inga, everybody. Oh. I don't, did I spell? No, I think some of them know. If some of them have been with me for a while, so they gig. would know. But if they're... Gretchen Inga Garrity, yeah. gig. So Lucille, Lucy's full name is Lucille. And then her middle name is Margaret because my father... My father. Her father... Was like, well, uh, we better name somebody after my mother. <laughs> One of the names. So, um, Dan's mother's name is Margaret, and Dan's sister's name is Margaret. Mm-hmm. So, Lucy's middle name is Margaret. So, she's Lucille Margaret Garrity. Gretchen is Gretchen and Garrity. What did you think Lucy and I would grow up to do? Oh, well, I really. <laughs> 
because you are preemies, um, I really was hoping one of you would grow up to be a neonatologist. Aww. That would be so cute. But other than that, I, I did not. I didn't really know. I didn't have a certain... I mean, I think when Gretchen was... Hmm, maybe, probably like junior high, grade school, junior high, it was like, lawyer. Yeah, you would always say that. Because she liked to talk and she, she didn't really, she wasn't like an arguer. Like there's somebody else in our family who I'm not going to mention. <laughs> um, but she definitely would have a case made for whatever it is that needed to be bought or needed to be done mm-hmm. or needed to be driven to or etc and she was not gonna let go of that bone no, i'm very stubborn ever <laughs> ever like i won't let it go like i have so many reasons for things that i want to do or want to have or whatever that's very true I could see myself being a lawyer in another life if I wasn't doing what I was doing. I would and that. Lucy, probably after some time passed, I thought, um, artist. She's an amazing artist. Mm-hmm. It's very creative. Um, something to do with people because she's a she, not. Uh, she's not a people person like like um, super miss outgoing life of the party. Mm-hmm. But she's a people person like extremely um compassionate compassionate and what's the other word empathetic empathetic Mm -hmm. um she that's something that she grew up with that's innate in her um and my mother used to joke with me saying well i guess she didn't get that from you (laughs) (laughs) thanks mom (laughs) That's pretty rude. Oh, anyway. that's funny. <laughs> okay, who got in trouble more, or if you have any like memories of things that we got in trouble for? Or any what age? This? I guess just growing up in general, childhood. Well, I can tell you that you were, uh, you acted um, <laughs> way, your man, well, not manners, that's not the right word. Your act, the way you acted was just always better away from home. Always. Which I guess is what parents would, would want. <laughs> yeah, I um, It was that. almost like you knew how to act appropriately or you knew how to act like a good kid. And you, that's what you would demonstrate at like visiting anybody. Mm-hmm. But at home, you, you could be real pills. <laughs> we would just... We would put on a show away from home and then just let it all out. <laughs> so this is when we're like little. Like I don't remember any of that. When we're like toddlers. And- I feel like I just had more of like a mouth. Lucy's like go with the flow, easygoing. Oh. And I will let you know if I don't agree. <laughs> you had mouth on you. Back to the stubborn. So I feel like that kind of thing I would get into you a little more. Definitely. And, and that goes back to that can't let go of it. I can't let go. I need this phone. <laughs> yep. And you have to get it today because it's the sale only is till today. <laughs> it can't wait. <laughs> or these Victoria's Secret underpants or whatever it was. And 
whatever the answer is, it doesn't matter what the answer is because it needs to be. A yes. This mouth is not being quiet, and it is not <laughs> shutting up, and it is not being quiet, and relentless. Some might say. <laughs> I remember Lucy and I making PowerPoint presentations of why we needed a phone, or why we needed a dog, or why Daddy and made you do that. Sell like our case. Fifth or sixth grade to get a phone. <laughs> That was a pretty good idea. I love that. That was back at Alpine Drive. I think that's so funny. That's our old house, if you guys didn't know. I love that. Um, favorite family traditions, like in our family. Do you have any? Do you want to know what I think of right away? Go ahead. I think of how we always would just make every, I don't know if holiday is the right word, celebration, like a big celebration, like every holiday. Every holiday, all of our birthdays, anniversaries, Big deal. Everything champagne, like that. Champagne. Always champagne. Dinner, always dinner. Lots of presents. Mm-hmm. Lot and Glitter. not only presents, but like beautifully wrapped presents. Yeah. And that all started with Daddy. Daddy. Yeah. He was a big celebrator, and then mm-hmm. we just all glommed onto that and did it. And Definitely. I love it. I want to yeah, keep so, that forever. So some, you know, sometimes when I. If I come across somebody, you know, my age who's having a birthday or something, and I'll be like, oh, so, like, did you have champagne or... I and, they would, and they would be like, oh, no. <laughs> like, my husband got takeout. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> and I'm just th- like, all right, shut my mouth. Because <laughs> I'm like, well... Don't be rude. <laughs> did you have a bunch of presents with beautiful ribbons and, like, <laughs> surprises in them and... I love That's that, though. That's something that Daddy was very into, so we try to do that. Yeah. It's been kind of hard when the kids aren't at home. And in quarantine. like so And in sad. quarantine and in Ireland. But your last anniversary in October. There's glitter all over the counter. I give you all <laughs> sorts of presents. I did it just how Daddy would have done. That and was I love amazing. That. I feel like I'm just going to keep doing that. And I think about even for like Max's birthday. I was going to say. I decorated his room. You got to do it for, yeah. Yeah, I'll always do that. And then you guys can continue that. I love it. For you sure. guys should make that your family traditions going all out for the holidays because it's just like really fun that way. It's so festive. Yes. What was your first impression of Max? Oh, wow. Here we go, everyone. She loves him. <laughs> well, in person or on TV. <laughs> Didn't I see him on. Did I see him on TV first or in person first? In person first. And then I, I think you're thinking of the Ireland when he was I'm in Ireland. I'm thinking of the Ireland. That was after you met him first. That was at Thanksgiving yeah. time. So you I met, met him, him in person that. first? Yeah, because we started dating okay. in October. So, well, I had seen pictures of him. So mm-hmm. I thought he was really cute mm-hmm. or handsome. The very first time I met him, can I tell the story? Sure. So, um,. We had actually found his dad uh, outside the the rink where you wait for your hockey players to come out. And um, we're kind of waiting, waiting, chitty-chatting. And then his father goes, oh, here comes Stinky now. I always remember you saying that. He's like, (laughs) there's Stinky. It was so funny. (laughs) And he comes out and he was really cute. I just think he's a very handsome young man <laughs> and uh but it was really funny because I could totally tell he was really nervous oh yeah because when I look back on it he totally doesn't do some of these mannerisms that he did that time uh-huh 
which were um, one of them was the water bottle. Right? He was kind. He was kind of looking around, like he would look at me and look at his dad and look at Gretchen, and then kind of look around, like so nervous. And and he would he kept going, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like he like laugh. <laughs> That's funny. It was really funny. I don't even remember. And that. and then um, he had a like a protein shake in mm-hmm. this water bottle thing. Yeah. So we kept like licking the top of it. Yeah. See, that's so when I funny. Told him, when I told him that later on, he was like, I did? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. I know. Like, we don't even remember that. But that's funny. He picked up on all... Oh, my God. He was so nervous. He was. I always say, like, even the first month he dated me, I, like, didn't even, like, know him yet. I'm like, why are you sitting upright, good posture, in my car, like, asking me about the weather? I'm like, can you, like... <laughs> can you, like, be angry at me or, like, laugh oh, or, didn't, like... didn't you use utensils for sushi or something? Yeah. You like, would like take tiny bites, remember you said? Yeah, I was really nervous. That was like maybe our second date getting sushi and I was like so scared that I would like look funny when I was eating. I feel like when you first started but dating someone. But then pretty soon it was like. <laughs> <laughs> we just shovel food together. I know we got comfortable pretty quick, but in the beginning I feel like of you dating anyone, you think about everything, you're like, oh, what if I look weird eating this right now? Or Max is probably like, oh my gosh, I need to say oh, I, I can't, can't use my weird. fingers. That would be rude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we didn't use our fingers. No, no, no. Um, And then I feel like finally he was the real him once I met his friends and saw him, like, drinking beer with his friends and, like, laughing and, like, being his, like, talkative self. And I'm like, okay, when we first dated, you legit didn't talk because you were scared. (laughs) And then they said, how did you know that Max was the one for me? Oh. I don't know if you think that. That's a big joke. Well, I do. I do. Mm -hmm. But, um... I think over time, I just, um, you know, got to know him better, and he clearly has a very good head on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. I really like that he's athletic. Obviously, he's pretty athletic. He, as a person, is super sweet. He has always been extremely nice and sweet to me, and he calls me mama, mm-hmm. which I love. <laughs> um, I think he is... Just super helpful. Um, mm-hmm. The list goes on and on. <laughs> we love. Okay, and he treats Gretchen, I think, extremely well. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very important. Um, and I know that she um, loves him dearly. And as well, I have to say that in the very, very, very beginning... Um, she said, mom, he's too nice. Um, I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't stop seeing a boy because he's too nice. I said, that's what you want. (laughs) I said, give it a try. Give it a try. Mm -hmm. Like you think you like the bad boys, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) No. Give it a try. You don't, it's not like you're committing to marriage to him tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. You're committing to a few dates or whatever. Give it a try. Yeah. And she gave it a try, and we found out, we, that he's a super nice guy. Yeah. And even though he is very nice, that doesn't, there's nothing wrong with him. I know. He's a wonderful guy. And I think he had a wonderful mom and a wonderful father. Yeah. Who did a great job bringing him up, and he just... 
he's that guy. He's a yeah. great guy. I know. Everyone's like, how do you find a nice, like, boyfriend material hockey boy? And I was like, you don't. It was a needle in the haystack, and I have the needle. And it's sorry. <laughs> I think because a lot of the hockey boys are more full of themselves kind of a thing. Yeah. Or even guys who are all as handsome as Max are mm-hmm. full of themselves. But not ever, not all of them. Yeah. Oh, when we first started dating. Yeah. I totally give you the credit because I feel like I was just used to like how guys are in college and they're just kind of like rude and mean and whatever. And I was so freaked out. I'm like, why is this guy texting me asking me about my day? Like, what's like your real motive here? Like, I just didn't buy it. I was like, why is he being so nice? And it's because he actually is just that too nice. nice. I've talked about that in like nice. videos and podcasts and stuff before that, I'm sure. So, yay. We love Max. What is it like meeting my viewers? Oh, I love it. <laughs> I think it's so cool. Um, I, I prefer if they don't really even know who I am. I like it when they're just zoomed in on Gretchen, frankly. Really? But sometimes they, you know, they're like, oh, you're Gretchen's mom. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's sweet. That's pretty cool. But I, again, I don't really like my picture taken and like <laughs> that. So because I think she's the star of the show. I mean, she is. So. Aww. Um, and I also, I love that you're so, you're always very sweet and very gracious to them. And that, and that's genuine. That's not fake. This is genuine. I'm here to tell you. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, loves her fans. I loves love you meeting guys. them. Cause they just feel like my friends. Like I literally just well, chat with I them. Love like that I know too, them. Cause, and they're so excited. Yeah. And so, and you're, you got a huge grin on your face. I love it. Because you see them and they're excited. So yeah, it's very sweet. And I think about like when, and and I'm sure it'll happen in the fall, but when I would go visit Max and Allentown at hockey games, I would sit with them and we would become like BFFs and sit together the whole game. And I just feel so lucky that I have like a community of friends like everywhere that I get to meet. And I think about like, I remember when he was in Reading, I missed like a whole period just talking to people out in the hallway, but I was like. I don't care. I see enough hockey. Like, I want to meet these people. Like, they're so sweet. And it's, like, my favorite thing ever. What is your Dunkin' order? Oh. Well, I like to get a large iced coffee with coconut and caramel flavoring. So, recently, I've... Well, I learned this a while ago. But then some of the places don't have coconut and caramel anymore. And it all changed. And <laughs> I'm trying to get... Oh, some places don't they, have it? Well, no. They used to have coconut caramel. Like, it was one thing. You would say coconut caramel oh, swirl. I didn't know that. And then they stopped having... So you have to order it separate. And one of them sweet. And one of them... I'm going on and on. Yeah. This is boring. But guys, coconut caramel, caramel, whatever you say. Try it. Because I thought it was so weird. And then I tried my mom's and I was like, wait, this is literally so good. But when I, you first hear it, it sounds weird. It's really good. And you have to learn how to order because it can be too sweet. Yeah. Don't do too much caramel and too much coconut. And do I do little. no cream, no sugar... Yeah, and I even, do less ice. Yeah, you don't even need it. Um, but try it because it's so good. I think it's like two caramels, two coconuts or something is better. Because if you just order it normal, they do like five of each. Yeah, it's too sweet. And I think the caramel is the sweetened one and coconut has no sweetening. It's just like right. a shot or something. So yeah, you guys should try that. What qualities do you think Gretchen got from you? Okay, this is a fun time, funny time to know that my mom and I, but I feel like now we're realizing more, maybe me more, we would always say growing up because I feel like we can just bicker and like fight easily. And Lucy, my dad, would always look at us and be like, it's because you two are the same. And we would be like, oh, I'm not like her. No, she's not like me. 
And we are literally so similar. And I see it now. And my mom, like, still doesn't believe it. But I think that's why <laughs> we, like, can fight so easily. Because it's, like, yourself fighting with yourself. Like, we're, like, the same person. So I actually think I got a lot from you. What- well, I think... Okay, so I think you're a very, very strong and independent yeah, woman. That's what I would say. Strong and independent person and strong and independent woman. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't need no man mm-hmm. to live your life. Yeah. I think of, like, I don't know. I feel like both of us are so just, like, we won't put up with crap from anyone. Like, we will speak our mind. We will be honest. And I, like, love that about the two of us. Like, I wouldn't worry about you in a situation at the grocery store and someone being rude to you because I know you would like tell them how it is. And I, as I would worry about like some of my friends who are kind of more timid or, you know, but like we don't put up with crap. And I love that I got that from my mom because I love that. (laughs) What is the most valuable lesson that you taught Lucy and I? Last question. You know, strong and independent women is, uh, you know, I feel at the top of the list, but also, um, hopefully, uh, to live your life with a good character and to be thoughtful of others always. Mm-hmm. Uh, family is very important, and I think that came through. Mm-hmm. Um, love to animals. Yeah. And um, big in our family. And the education is a really big deal so Mm -hmm. um as my parents did i did with you guys which is if you want money for anything maybe there may not be if it has to to go for education money's there if it has to go for sports the money's there anything Mm -hmm. else maybe not yeah, because it's not as important. That's I so got that from you growing up. Like, more than daddy, education was just so important to you. Like, daddy would be like, let's go play hooky. And you would be like, no, you're going to school. You're going to work hard so you can go to a good college, get a good degree, get a good job. Like, she was always, I feel like that's a value that's so important to education. And I like that I got that from you because I feel like I had times, like, sophomore, junior year where I was like, oh, I just want to do YouTube anyway. Like, I could just drop out. Like, I don't need to finish. I don't want to. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to do it. But then it's like, I'm so happy. Like, that was such a blessing and an opportunity to have my education. And I love that I have my degree. And... At a wonderful school. Yeah, I feel so lucky to have that. So I'm happy that that was instilled in me at a young age. I omitted some questions because this was going for a while, but I'm so happy you're a chatty guest with me, mom, because some people that I have on here, like I would say, like, what's your Dunkin' Order? And you would say, iced coffee. Um, and I would yeah. be like, like I, I have issues with like some people on here. I won't name names, but I'm like, can you elaborate a little? Can you give me a little story? Like, I'm like, we have a lot of time here. So some people it's hard to have on the podcast because it's more like talk quiet, too much. <laughs> but you're chatty like me. So it's so good because we have all these little nuances and digressions and stories and that's what makes it great. So thank you for coming on, mommy. You're so welcome, Wasn't my darling. Fun? Didn't you even forget that the um, mic was here? Definitely. Yeah. Because we're just chatting. It's so fun. It was very enjoyable. I want to have some of my followers on here. Wouldn't that be fun? If I could chat with them somehow. I mean, you know, like coronavirus right now. But maybe like over FaceTime or something. I don't know. I just think that could be fun. I was just thinking of that. Okay. 
ending this off. Love you guys. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you in my next episode. Bye. Sayonara. <laughs>